This is your pal Daffy Duck, and you're watching. You're watching. We're watching. You're watching Fanboy. 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 A fanboy, etc. Fanboy Nation. God, I assume Tom. This morning, I have the pleasure of speaking with executive producers Sunil Hall and Lynn Naylor, uh, who are working on right now the Mighty Ones, which will be, which will be premiering November 9th on Hulu and Peacock. Uh, if you're not familiar with their names, you're familiar with their work. Sunil was part of uh, Pickle and Pete, Gravity Falls, Monsters vs. Aliens, and the Penguins of Madagascar. And Lynn terrified everybody in their childhood with Ren and Stimpy, uh, but but redeemed themselves with uh, Samurai Jack and, uh, and the Lego movie. Thank you so much. Hey, thank you. Good to talk to you. You know, uh, got to tease a little bit about Ren and Stimpy. You know, it was, uh, it was definitely a 90s cartoon. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So fill us in on the Mighty Ones. I mean, we see your past work's influence on this series that's coming to Hulu. Is this going to be a eight-episode uh, eight season? Is this going to be, um, you know, uh, so this, is a, this is a 10-episode uh, ten episode season, and each of those episodes is two elevens. So you get you get twenty. Wow! So uh, to, it's to two shorts a week. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I believe they're dropping all of them at once, but you can space them out week by week if you want to spread out the fun. You know, it gives us something else to do while we're still under quarantine. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so tell us about how this came, this franchise came, or the series came about. I mean, you know, obviously you you have some name uh, recognition in the industry. But to be doing double duty on Hulu and Peacock is, is a pretty big deal, especially uh, airing at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's the first time I've, I've heard of that. <laughs> I think it's great. Um, you know, DreamWorks has, has done a really good job sort of pushing the show and, and finding good outlets for it. Um, and, and they've been hugely supportive of it. So, you know, we kind of just focus on, on sitting in our, our, our desk and making the show and <laughs> they get it out there. But, uh, yeah. Um, you know, we're super happy with Hulu and Peacock, and uh, it's been it's been all the way around. It's been a really good, really good relationship. Um, so well, we're pretty excited. Oh, I'm excited for it. I mean, the concept at oh. first, you're just like it is. It is written in Stimpy esque because you have a twig, a pebble, a leaf, and a strawberry that decide to call themselves the Mighty Ones. So, how did this? whole catalyst of a story develop, you know, where did you guys come up with the notion of this, that we're just going to put these, uh, these objects in the backyard and basically make them fight it out? You know, I, I think we, we both, um, really wanted to work on a simple cartoon and something that was, that was really kind of character based, um, and just sort of like a sandbox to go in and storyboard and play with. And so, you know, like our goal when we were developing the show was just to, create like the, these sort of four characters that really sort of nail their character, uh, sort of nail how they're dysfunctional and dumb and codependent on each other and, and, and get that relationship working and, and create kind of like a team that you could drop into a situation and then just play out, you know, the, the, develop the story sort of based on their character reactions. Um, and their stories are relatively simple, you know, it's like the rock falls in a, in a puddle and the others float so they can't get her out, you know, and just kind of play, like see how that plays out. And everything's kind of informed by like their, their stupidity. They're all dumb. Um, 
they all sort of make horrible mistakes. They end up, you know, like making things worse and hurting each other, but they do it for the right reasons. They always have, you know, the best intentions. So it's never really mean spirited. Um, but you know, like there's basically, that was the kind of show that Lynn and I wanted to work on and, and we didn't have that to work on. So we started, you know, trying to create it to, to pitch it. And, you know, Lynn had, she's the one who started the whole thing. She, she approached me with, uh, some really raw ideas and she had these sketches of these little, you know, backyard objects that were these tiny things living in the huge yard. And I thought that was a really appealing idea and something I wanted to, to help develop. I think too, like we both, we both grew up like, you know, having fantasies and, and, uh, hanging out in our backyard. And, uh, you know, we, we just really wanted to see where that took us. It's something is a small thing in the yard and, and, you know, their survival can be taken away at any moment and they don't own anything. They don't have anything. And since they're on a micro level, um, and since they're so small and everything's so large, they don't understand anything from a human point of view. And so they misinterpret stuff, and anything can be thrown into their world, and they have to figure out how to deal with it. So there's a lot of humor there, and we're also looking at Silicon Valley and different shows like that, and seeing the dysfunctional humor. Um, a lot of the character uh, ideas came from people we knew in our lives and stuff. So it it created it created a, a really fertile uh, background for us to get started with. It kind of took on a life of its own. Yeah. It took on a life of its own that we get twenty shorts out of ten episodes, which makes it even more fun. Yeah. <laughs> well you know it was it was great once we um we, we got over to DreamWorks and we were able to finally you know we spent you know, six years on our own kind of developing this. And it was in and out of development at Nickelodeon that finally found its way to DreamWorks. And uh, we finally got there and we were able to bring on some more people. Um, and it really, it, that was when the show really kind of became what it is now because, you know, they they saw these characters and started bringing themselves to it and pushing back, you know, sort of like the, the walls of the yard, so to speak, and, and making it bigger and more than we ever thought it was. And, and that was the most exciting thing for me was just seeing it kind of take on its own life and become, you know, this, this really collaborative, uh, kind of thing. You know, it's like women are the, the creators and the EPs, but this is much more than anything we could do on our own. It's really sort of the, the, the voice of the crew. And that, that's the most exciting thing for me. Yeah, it, it true. It truly is. And that's what, I mean, I've become a fan of our own show because of the crew and what they brought to it, and I can't wait to see what they do next. And we're working from outline, and uh, which is only a page and a half, and then the uh, board guys go ahead and start doing the writing. We have supervising directors, and, and our EP, Greg Miller, brings a lot to the table, and we're just we're really excited because a lot of the stuff is said in that, and it evolves through the outlines board to animatics, uh, all the way through it, it keeps evolving. So it's, it's really, it's really a lot of fun. Well, um, just from what I've been able to see, it looks hysterical. And I'm going to make you pick between your children at this point. Which one's your favorite character? Oh. Um, that's too, it depends on the episode. I mean, I, I, I love writing for Twig um, because he's so... He's just like so neurotic. You can kind of like work out a lot of your issues on him, you know. <laughs> he's he's a great foil for the others. Um, 
I wouldn't say he's my favorite. I don't know. I like them equally. They're all like different sort of parts of us, you know? seen so far with the teaser that was sent to me this looks phenomenal and if i'm going to pick a character at this point it's going to be the leaf because he seems to be the most forgiving <laughs> leaf's amazing yeah i mean he, he just lets things go you know he's, he's kind of a uh you know like a sort of zen philosophy of just sort of letting letting you know the, the world take its course and kind of going with it um pick on us from Orange County now. I'm not picking anyone from Orange County now. I'm totally I'm too celebrating everything. I'm totally too Peacock sent me streaming or a screener link so I can review the series.
I, I don't think I could, I could do a whole one day, 20 episode thing, but I definitely think if I break it up into two or three days, I can pull it off. If I do all 20, it'd be a great distraction from what's going on in society right now and everybody playing chicken little. So, you know, exactly. No, but you know, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying what you guys are doing, you know, past work and I'm looking forward to your future work as well. Um, what time does this drop? Is it going to be like, you know, release on Hulu at like midnight and then on Peacock at like nine in the morning the next day? Does it all rise no, at the same time? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure exactly what the, the plan is, but I'm sure we can uh, we can find that out. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just so focused just on on work, <laughs> making more of these things that that I, I'm kind of uh, I let I let the experts handle the drop and the rollout. Yeah, I hope you guys don't do that. Oh yeah. Before I let you go, because I know we're running out of time. Um, where can we find you guys on social media and what can we expect, uh, to, to come from season one and hopefully seasons two and three? More, uh, more weirdness, more craziness. I think the, 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 you'll see in this, this first sort of drop, uh, how the show kind of evolves even over those 10 episodes and how the, the characters and the weirdness and, and sort of the individual voice of our artists kind of take over. And so just expect and an upward, onward progression of weirdness and increases and hopefully humor. Um, and you can find me, I'm most active on Twitter at Dino Hall. That's yeah, it. It's kind of, it's kind of harder to find me because I get into just being an artist and a creative person. So <laughs> you just gotta kind of look me up. Also, my website's kind of out of date. <laughs> so, but <laughs> you can send me messages and I'll forward them to them. Yeah, you can just send, like, like probably one eyes.com, but that's mainly my paintings, so, I don't know, just, uh, so, whatever you can find. So Linda's proven to be smarter than the rest of us. Yeah, <laughs> much smarter, it's like, much more sane than the rest of us. I just sort of dive in and don't come out, so, <laughs> not really as much. Perfect. Well, DreamWorks presents The Mighty Ones, executive producers Sunil Hall and, and Lynn Naylor, uh, premieres November 9th, 2020 on Hulu and Peacock. Congratulations on the new series and hopefully a long-running franchise. I can't wait to check everything out. Thank you, man. It's really fun to get out. We're excited. And next time we'll do this face-to-face and have more time. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. Can't wait for that moment. Bye. Bye.